Hello, folks. Maestro here bringing you episode 538 of Maestro on the Mic. In today's episode, I am answering the question, are you cut out for entrepreneurship? I receive this as a question in my DMs, and y'all already know I'm going to say, go give it a shot and find out for yourself. But I have noticed some common traits or themes that allow folks to stay in the game long enough where they actually have a chance at winning the game. And I want to break some of those things down for you today. All this and more, but first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. This episode drops on Thursday, December 21st, and we are talking to you about the fact, or asking the question, are you cut out for entrepreneurship? If you're listening or watching on the day that it drops, I will be flying to Lex's family's house for Christmas. Say a prayer for me, not for the, because of the family. They are great. I love them. But it's about to be cold as shit. They live in upstate New York, and I have not gone. I have not gone back to the East Coast for Christmas since like 2015. Since I left, I since I left and moved here, so eight years, and I don't want to go back. But it's a big deal for Lex and her family, and so I'm happy to be there. But also say a prayer for me and my toes, folks. Say a prayer for me and my toes. I will let y'all know how it goes. But today we are talking about. How to know if you're cut out for entrepreneurship. I received this as a question in the DMs. Actually, Jill and I both received it. It was like a joint message um, from someone who had just listened to episode one of Triple B, which was Business and Bullshit with My Bestie. If you haven't listened to that series, what were you doing? Courtney, if you could link those, thank you. Let's link all of them. That'd be great. Uh, but receive the question. If you're listening to this right now or watching this and you're the person that asked that question, thank you. I never like to say the names because I don't know if people like, want me to say it, but you know who you are and thank you. But the question that they asked was, Basically, how do I know if I'm cut up for entrepreneurship? Right? I get the itch. I think about doing it. And then I kind of talk myself out of it. I come up with all these reasons not to do it. But then the idea keeps coming back. And like, I, I, it's an itch that I want to scratch. But how do I know I'm cut out for it? You all already know my answer. Try it and find out. Humans like certainty. I get this. To that end, the best way to know something for certain is to do the thing. Then you know for sure. Are you cut out or not? Because you did it, you tried it, and you're like, nope, it's not for me. Or yes, actually it is for me. Or no, certain parts aren't for me, but yes, other parts are. Recording this episode at the end of the year, the end of 2023, and as we head into the new year, maybe you're thinking about trying entrepreneurship. I really don't know who listens to this podcast. Those of you who reach out, thank you. You leave, you leave recordings, what am I saying? You leave reviews and ratings, thank you. But I don't know if people are actually doing their own thing. I, I know for a fact that when I send emails out, I will every now and then get an email back and the person's like, I don't have my own business, but I'm thinking about maybe doing it at some point. Or like kind of like, I like you and all you have to say, and I just want to say thank you. Like people will specifically say like, I am not your target audience. 
I'm not buying anything yet. They all usually say yet, but just thank you. And I'm like, cool. So maybe that's you listening to this. And as we head into a new year, you're kind of toying with the idea of, of heading into trying out, trying on entrepreneurship. I love that for you. And with this episode, I want to give you a few things to think about that might better help you, help, excuse me, help set you up for success. Um, and ultimately, yes, I just want you to go and try it. But I was like, you know what? I do have a few things to say about this and I want to share those things. I don't want to say that, you know, what's coming in the rest of this episode is at the heart of being a successful entrepreneur, because I do think that there are a lot of, there is a lot of luck that goes into this and luck as a factor oftentimes gets overlooked and not given enough credit, right? Whether it's luck with timing, right? Just when you decided to do this thing, it was really hot. Luck with how you look. There's a look for things. Luck with what you're interested in and subsequently with you know, what you want to sell. There is, luck plays a big role with this. So I don't want to say that, you know, this list or like put out the list of things that, you know, every successful entrepreneur has to do because those factors, that luck is a big factor as well. What I do want to highlight are some common traits and common themes that I believe allow folks to stay in the game long enough where they actually have a chance at winning, right? It allows them to stay in the game long enough that it gives them more opportunities for luck to help them out, right? So the list, it's in no particular order, but we'll go through it right now. First, these folks, they have less need for certainty because they have more trust in themselves and that they'll figure it out. Like they don't need to know the outcome beforehand because they're like, you know what? I got it. Whatever is happening, whatever could happen, I got it. Next, self-awareness. Right? You need self-awareness because for the most part, all of you will be working with humans in some way, shape, or form. Self-awareness, meaning how am I? How am I acting? How does my behavior affect others? Why am I like this? Why do I do these things? It is paramount. I think that this goes hand in hand with good emotional intelligence or high emotional intelligence, which makes for good listening, which makes for good relating. And these things are at the heart of relationship building, which is at the foundation or is the foundation of building a successful business. Next, these folks take radical responsibility. For what? For everything. Literally for everything. Because we know when we take responsibility for all the things that happen, then we can actually believe we can change them. When we have that victim mentality, or this is happening to me, this happened to you can't do anything. But when you're like, hey, I made that decision, I made that decision, okay, what can I do, what can I do differently to change that outcome? Next, they have a willingness to figure it out. Figure what out? Literally everything. That ties into the first point that I made, which was they don't need as much certainty with things or certainty about the outcome of things because they have self-trust that they'll figure it out. And hand in hand, they have a willingness to figure it out, right? Defaulting to knowing that everything is figure outable, no matter if it's tech or whatever. That's the thing that comes to mind is online business. Like they're like, okay, I can Google it. I can figure it out. I can ask someone. I can figure it out. Next, these folks have a penchant for the process. If you're in Canada, it's the process. Folks who are outcome focused, they expect their efforts to yield specific results. And when their efforts don't yield specific results, they typically quit. And oftentimes the result that they expect is monetary. So folks that come from a traditional, which was many of us, right? You come from a traditional business background where it's dollars for hours um, and you have a set paycheck where you're like, I worked this many hours, I get this many dollars. 
if you go into entrepreneurship expecting that, you will be disappointed and you may leave, right? If you need that certainty there, you may leave because you could work on building your website. And I'm just actually, let me take an example from today. I worked for maybe two or three hours on creating a new email, email template because everything's figureoutable. And I actually, I really enjoy doing these things, but I want to switch it up. I was like, you know what? I want a different look. I want to switch the things up. And then ConvertKit was like, but we're going to make it difficult for you. And I was like, of course you are. But I don't expect to get paid for those hours. They're not, you know, direct delivery to anybody. Whereas if you had a regular job, you're in the office and you're doing work, then you're going to be like, hey, I'm going to get paid for those hours. Or maybe you're just really fucking slow. I'm going to say it. You're really fucking slow at doing stuff. And so you're like, well, it took me like three months to build this course. And so like I want to get paid X dollars. And you're like, well, you're just fucking slow. So that would have taken somebody else a weekend, number one. And two, the, the two are not just, you know, they don't equal each other. So... Folks who are able to lean into and love and appreciate and focus on the process, they will typically stay with the thing long enough to get the results that, you know, the, the results that they desire. They're not focused on, on that outcome, though. So, you know, my favorite quote from Meredith, have expectations of effort. If you must have expectations, have expectations of effort, not outcome. So penchant for the process. Next, these folks don't need their idea their side hustle to work. They don't need to work for the money, but they do have something to share. They have something to say. They have something that they want to use to help people. When you need this thing to work, it introduces urgency, which makes for bad decisions because you're like, I got to make money. I got to make money. I got to make this sale. I'm going to take on this client and the client's a totally bad fit and it's a totally bad service you don't even like doing. You're not even that good at, but you need the money. Now, this is not to be confused with in the beginning, in the beninging, if you know that, that uh, it's not a meme, but that funny video that goes around. But in the early days of your business, oftentimes you're, you're kind of saying yes to a lot of things just to get the reps and it's close enough. And you're trying, about, you're trying to figure out like, what you actually want to do, who you actually want to help, what your, what your niche actually is. That's different than like, I'll just do anything and like it's close enough and like I'm going to do sleazy sales tactics because I need this work, I need the money. Right? Bad decisions, secondary to urgency. For some, that burning of the ships and introducing urgency can be helpful, but is not what I believe in. It's not how I coach. It's not what I subscribe to myself, so I don't promote that. The second part of that, kind of this point, which is that you don't need it to work monetarily, but you have something to share and you have something to say. That second part, the belief in what you do and the desire to help others, that is something that can absolutely keep you in the game and keep you in the game long enough to quote-unquote win. I will say the caveat here, just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that people need to pay you, right? Again, it's that expectations of outcome there. Like just because you put an effort towards disseminating this information doesn't mean anyone has to care. And that's tough for a lot of people. People also think just because they have expertise, they deserve an audience. Also, no. Also, no. But being passionate about something and being like, I, this has helped me. It's helped the people I've worked with in person maybe. And I would like to help more people. That passion for that, for that, that helping, that message, that can keep you in the game long enough to actually win. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Erica Webb right now, honestly, and that, that she, a few episodes ago, I talked about this and she crushed that launch. And I've watched Erica be in the game and stay in the game for a long, long time. And so much of that was, I believe, bolstered by just her belief of like, this can help people. It's helped me so much. And like, I need to get this message out. She's never ever once said, I deserve an audience. I deserve a massive launch. Chick is just out there like, I want to help people. This has helped me. And I see the need. 
and I want to share it with whoever wants to receive it. That will keep you in the game long enough to actually win. Um, things like your writing abilities, your communication abilities, technology, understanding of tech or familiarity, familiarity with tech or just proficiency with tech, your ability to be in front of the camera or be on camera, those are all skills that can be trained, which is why I didn't include it in the list. Yes, some folks are inherently better than others at these things and they pick them up better, but it's a skill, which means that you can practice it, practice it, practice it and get better at it. If you have that willingness to figure it out, right? That was one of the points that I did put in the list. Then you'll learn that thing and you'll be fine. I will also say that there's definitely an it factor when it comes to larger scale success. So, you know, this accounts that I just like have a ton of numbers, like there is an it factor. Part of that's that luck, right? How do you look? But you can still experience success whatever success looks like for you without that it factor. You just have to keep going, which I covered in the list as well, which is the penchant for the process. So are you cut out for entrepreneurship? I have no idea. I don't know. But that list of char characteristics that I just set forth, it's a start. It's also just my opinion. I do believe that having those things, those traits, those characteristics can make it easier for you to stay in the game long enough to win the game. But as always, the certainty that you are looking for is waiting for you on the other side of the action that you're not taking. All right? So you want answers? Action is the solution. All right, that's all I got for you today. I figured to keep it short because the holidays are coming and maybe, you know, you don't want to be listening to this. But as always, I am grateful for every single minute of attention that you get, you get me, you give me. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. I don't shut up. You know I've got something to say. Uh, but for real, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.